Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the takeout ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Five, four, three, two, one. But who's counting, right? His name is Major. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Major Garrett. From the nation's capital. Major, fantastic. It's the takeout. This is a major achievement. With CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent... Major Garrett. Yes, CBS. Yes, hi. Major Garrett. Major, that's nonsense. And you should know better. Is Major out of the doghouse? (laughs) The answer is yes. Welcome to the very best part of my broadcast week. I'm Major Garrett. This is the Takeout Unconventional Diner is our location. First time we have been here. Midtown Washington, D.C. Lunchtime. And... You know, folks, this month we've been very comedy-heavy on the show. Just because I want to be comedy-heavy. There's no other reason. And we're going to be more comedy-heavy, I think, maybe, possibly, today also. No, we're going to be very comedy-heavy. Matthew Friend is our special guest, otherwise known as Matt Friend. He has 700 billion followers on social media. You can read about it all on his website. Snapchat. I saw a Snapchat reference there. Even we love Snapchat. I work closely with the team. It's 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 a big thing. I'm opening for this. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. It's a big thing. TikTok, Instagram. He's everywhere. He's also a stand up. Matt, it's great to have you at the show. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. So Matt will be performing and eating at the same time. Nothing like it. That's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, We'll get to all the things you two do. More than 250 impressions. But I just want to pick apart something that's in your bio. Yeah. Matthew Friend is an old soul. What the hell does that mean? You know... Well, we were talking 17th century, 14th century? Yeah, exactly. Just 1500s. It means... Before the common era, BCE? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I was exploring, you know. (laughs) I love just traveling by boat. That's my favorite. I actually... I I, I boated. Wooden boat. Yeah, wooden boat. Okay, right. I actually arrived to D.C. from New York on a horse, uh, in a carriage. Okay, very good. No, it means I'm 24, and I grew up with social media, like with YouTube, and that's kind of how I discovered... um, old school show business. I loved Johnny Carson and Don Rickles and Ed Sullivan and Dean Martin Rose and I was kind of just devouring old comedians for some reason as a kid and that's what it means. I Got love it. like the Rat Pack era and So when you're on yeah. a comedy stage now and you mention Johnny Carson, eyes just light oh, yeah, up, yeah, right? Yeah, that kills at parties. Yeah. Yeah, uh, women my age, they love they want to hear Mitch McConnell and Johnny Carson. That's what got Ed them McMahon, crazy. Right? Oh, Ed McMahon. Hey-o. Hey, it's very good. Very good to be here with you. We love Major. Very good to be here. Funny stuff. Yeah, that's funny just very funny. So yeah. that's that's what, for those who don't know, if you did Johnny, <laughs> yes, there was a stand-up comedian. There were two parts of the show. First, you come out. Yeah. 
That's the main part. Everyone gets that, but not everyone gets the invite to the couch. That's right. You would get sometimes you would get like a little right. uh, gesture. You got the invite to the couch. Then you would yeah. sit down. They would come back from commercial, and Johnny would say funny stuff. That's and that's how you show. knew you yeah. killed that night. It, it was. It's. It's mind blowing to think that there was a time when. One because, show could make your life. Exactly. But I'm with Major Garrett now, so, you know, this is my Johnny Carson, you know, in a diner. Here we go. I'm the Johnny Carson of 2023. Except the comedian was at the table already. Exactly. So there exactly. you go. Um, so the whole story is Austin Powers lit the fuse of your comedic explosion. Yes. Yeah, I was four years old and I watched that you movie. You stole a DVD from some friend? My Actually, we had the DVD in my house. Oh, okay, you didn't and steal my it. Parents, no, no theft was involved. Exactly, okay. no theft. All right. My parents allowed me to watch it. Yes, uh, as all parents do a four-year-old. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I peer pressured them. <laughs> I'm probably the last age group to know what a DVD is. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> seriously, or what Blockbuster? Yes, is it was a thing. Look but it that's up, the kids. movie. Yes. That's the movie. Yeah, right. Mike Myers was my original inspiration. So I can't say fat. Ba well, I can say fat, but I can't. Fat, yeah. yeah, fat bastard. I can say. You it. can say it. Yeah. Do you like that? Can you do that guy? You know, I did a little fat bastard gold member, Doctor Evil. I didn't spend six years in evil medical school to be called Mister. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. Thank you very I much. haven't done those guys in a while though. Good. Right. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're here in Washington. There are, as you might have We're noticed, at Mar -a -Lago. Um, one or two politicians in this city. Yeah, there's a bunch. So, to get things off to a rollicking start, I want you to do two impressions of yours at the same time. Okay. And here's the bit I want you to do. Okay. I want you to have... That, what are you, one of my George Santos? Yes. Two impressions at yes. the same time? I want you to have Jennifer Coolidge seduce Mitch McConnell. Well, listen, I must say, you are a very sexy woman, and I would like to do some nasty things with you. Oh, God. Oh. I want to light you on fire like, like the 4th of July. Oh, I want to lick you like a Kentucky barbecue. Listen, listen, Miss Coolidge. Here's what I would like to do. I would like to go inside of you... <laughs> Like you might do to a white lotus. Oh, God. Mitch, you can do whatever you want to me, you crazy Oh. Listen, do not call me a I am the Kentucky Senate Minority Leader. Scooby-dee-boo-boo. Scooby-dee-doo. Oh. Oh, God. I love the way your chins just jiggle off your, off your face. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you asked for it, by the way. You asked for it. Okay, I He said, always looks like I he's said, holding in an enormous amount of diarrhea. Yeah. He's just like this. I said, we Major get Garrett. Off to a good start. Major Garrett. I, I didn't even know how good a start we would be getting off to. What are you going right. to start with? That's good. That's good. Mitch, very, very well, I, uh, good. You know what yeah. I loved? I loved when. Um, CNN's Manu Raju asked him a question, mm -hmm. and he goes, thoughts on something, and then, and Manu, and then <laughs> McConnell just goes, well, Manu. Manu. <laughs> Manu. <laughs> he goes, well, Manu, I, I may have hit my head. I didn't hit it that but hard. But I didn't hit it that hard. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> means I mean, I'm he, not going to answer goes, the question. Well, Manu, yeah, he's out of his mind. All right. Um... <laughs> My major uh, Garrett impression uh, 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 is coming soon. No, the there is no such thing. Um, I'm too flat and atonal. There's nothing <laughs> to copy there. Uh, so, uh, along with the theme of seduction. Yes. Where is this going? Maya Rudolph and Donald Trump. Oh, that's interesting. So, Maya Rudolph, I just do her face. Okay. Oh, oh, oh right. I know. So, I kind of do Maya Rudolph smelling. Good thing a, we have three cameras. Yeah, here. I kind of do Maya Rudolph smelling a fart. That's the <laughs> bit I do. It, it just. It's a nostril flare. Yes. But I'll tell you what, in the event that Donald was trying to seduce the great and very funny and very talented Maya Rudolph, I would say, Maya, I think you'd be a little sexier if you didn't come from the failing Saturday Night Live. They haven't been funny in years, and a lot of us know it. But you look at Maya, she's a great woman. She is a great woman, very talented, but uh, she's a dog. And a lot of us know it, and that's a disgusting thing to ask. You're setting me up for failure. Look at the major. He's so disgusting. Look at him. He's such a nasty guy. So that's a good, that was a fun little bit, right? 
Fun are, little Are bit. you going to be president again, Donald Trump? Well, we're going to see what happens. We're going to take a look. But uh, it's just very unfair. You see what's happening with Tucker, who was just in it was just horrible. It's what happens when you say you don't like me in private. But Ron DeSanctimonious is just a failure. You see Meatball, he's a little heavy. He's a little heavy. But we're going to look and see because if you have four more years, what they're doing to the country, it's so horrible. It's you such a horrible Tucker. thing. Excuse uh, me, shut your mouth. <laughs> Just shut your mouth. He is so disgusting. With CBS, you see John Dickerson, all these people, and Stephen Colbert, who is just so nasty. Colbert. Thank God they're getting rid of Corden. They they fired Corden like a dog. But that's good, and there are going to be a lot of elections like no one's seen, and that's just nasty. Do you have a Tucker voice in there? Well, I do. You're asking me or Tucker? I'm asking Tucker. Tucker, I do. Good evening, and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Tonight's subject is Major Garrett, a fraud. (laughs) Why does Tucker always laugh like he's getting a prostate exam? (laughs) When he laughs, it seems like something's going up there. Yes, yes. It's like Fletch Moon River. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carl. Yeah, I mean, his voice fluctuates. Yes. What a wild situation. I think it's the prep school. Thing. Exactly. It definitely there, must there, be. There must have been some memories of the I prep loved when John Stewart kind of took yeah. him down years ago, yes. and and he was like, "How old are you?" And Tucker's like, "Well, I'm 30 years old." He goes, "And you're wearing a bow tie." <laughs> and how's that working? For yeah, how's you? that working out for you? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? I'm going to be at a lot of the events surrounding it. Yes. Uh, to be Which determined. You don't if, have a ticket. Okay, to be determined. It, right? <laughs> I might be George Santos's date, so we'll see what happens. Many people have been. That's a joke. At least yeah, they, exa- uh, many people. They, they, at least they claim, although for one <laughs> exactly. time or another they claim. But George Matt, Santos is hosting next year, so that's that's always right. good. Matt Friend is our special guest. We got to take a break. I'm going to calm down. He's not going to calm down. We'll be back for Manu, segment two in a well, second. Manu. <laughs> Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to The Takeout on Conventional Diner is our location. Lunch is en route. Jackie will soon be bringing it. Matt Friend is our special guest. So we'll just take a moment's break from the comedic proceedings. Yes. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Chicago in Lincoln Park. And your parents are in the biz? No, not at all, actually. My mom was a jewelry designer turned baker. Okay. She has a company called Big Fat Cookie. They make the best cookies you've ever had. I have to send you some. Please do. And uh, Democrats and Republicans can agree on chocolate chip cookies. Well, maybe maybe, maybe a vanilla chip maybe. cookie for Republicans. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> my dad is in finance. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Whatever that means, yeah, yes. He, he, my dad's on the board of Burisma. Yeah, okay? there we go. Yeah. <laughs> he and Hunter, yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hang out a lot. He's got a great laptop. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, any siblings? Brother and a sister. I'm the baby. Okay. So I'm an attention hog. Makes right. sense why I'm yes. a comedian. Thank you. And you're the one who got it easy, right? Because every exactly youngest right. sibling always got it easy. Everything it's was ex- made, in, made to order for you. Exactly. My, my older my, brother and sister that tell me that all the time. That's totally right. My brother booked my flight for me to come to D.C. He's like my assistant. And you your know? sister packed your clothes. She packed my clothes. There we go. Good. Exactly. Good. <laughs> That's exactly. I wish. That would be amazing, honestly. Um, and where do you live now? I live in New York. Okay. Yes. And what's better in New York than there was in Chicago? What? I would say... That's interesting. I would say 
there's a certain hustle to New York, mm-hmm. uh, especially as someone who's coming up yep. in comedy yep. and entertainment. Right. You know, there's no other city where I could be in my apartment, and it's just a, a you know, a Saturday afternoon, and I'm anxious about not doing something. Exactly. And it, there's pros and cons to mm-hmm. it, but it's definitely very motivating no living doubt. in New York. So on your Instagram feed, you appear routinely with massive celebrities who live in New York. How do you do that? So people think I'm a stalker. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, "How is this possible?" Because you the, are. The answer is Kanye West was correct. You're just about, not convicted, right? That's right. You're just not, not convicted. Not, convicted. Yet. not yeah. yet. Not yet. Okay. But the answer is Kanye West was right about my people. We have a heightened awareness of where things are happening. Mm-hmm. No, that is that is not correct. No. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> the answer is honestly. And by people, you mean white. People. We, we mean the Jews, right? We, we mean, mean the, white people, the right? Jews. Exactly, white people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, the answer is two of them. So for those listeners of the show, I do a lot of impressions, as yep. you can tell. And I've been having a lot of run-ins with the celebrities mm-hmm. I do impressions of. Two of them were planned. John Oliver, we were at the same comedy club on, in New York. Sure. And I went up to him after our show. And I said, Mr. Oliver, I'm a big fan. I was wondering if we could do was a that picture. Was approach, Mr. Oliver? Yeah, it was very, you know, night, pre-pandemic. I was a little younger. I hadn't got much more exposure mm-hmm. then. And I was like, we do a little picture. And he was like, okay. And then I whipped out my glasses that I conveniently had on me that looked... These are my John Oliver glasses. that's not a euphemism, glasses. folks. Exactly. He means he whipped out his glasses. I whipped them out and I just go, Good evening and welcome, welcome, welcome to last week tonight on the street. Who better to do this with then? And John goes, Honestly, it's not bloody bad. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then Andy Cohen was also... Right. Everything else is completely random, though. Really? Andy was random on the street. Alec Baldwin completely Alec random. Alec completely random on the street. Swear to God, okay. Liev Schreiber, all those ones are right. random. Right. Goldblum, I went to get to go to his show in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sort of planned where right. he and his wife were aware of my impression. But everything else, I swear to God. Okay. I walked down totally the street. Totally rando, and you're a stalker. In- like, for example, I was in D.C. three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, and at the Kennedy Center. Doing, yep, and I was Crushed doing. Crushed at the Kennedy Center, I, by the way. That was a lot of fun. Yep. It was the biggest crowd size anyone's ever seen. Lined uh, up around the block. Lined up around. A- ask uh, Sean Spicer. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, he was my opener, actually, Sean Spicer. Uh, that's what he's doing now. Yes. He's opening for uh, up-and-coming comedians right. in New and York. By opening, he means working the drapes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very heavy at the Kennedy Center. Lot, lot <laughs> that's of forearms exactly, involved. That's exactly lot of forearms right. involved. Um, but... Uh, I ran into George Santos on the street, mm-hmm. yes. and I'm just filming my own content, and he's just walking by. So this kind of thing just happens. Got it. It's kind of crazy. So is it more important for you to be seen on network television or to be seen on social media? That's a really interesting question. I mean, because I think I'm kind of treading these different worlds yes. of this traditional media, right. and I'm also 24 years old, graduated college during the pandemic. Mm-hmm making a name for myself through social media as we were talking about viral videos on the street. I love TV, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some magic to it. I mean, even like doing an interview like right now, there's just certain like a magical feel to it. Um, I think they are both equally important. They both have different purposes. You know, my my content on Snapchat, as we were talking Mm -hmm. about, I reach a different demo. I mean, what I love about Snapchat is I'm able to kind of be myself on it. I'm taking people through my life mm-hmm. um, every day, like what's happening the behind the scenes. I'm walking to this interview with right. CBS, right. with you, right. and then people don't really see that on other platforms. Um, on, and on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook Reels, everything. But I love the traditional media. Now, on social media, too. do you feel any of the exhaustion that some people talk about where you're constantly monitoring and you feel like you constantly have to answer back? Only on Truth Social and Parlor, because those are my biggest <laughs> platforms. Um, I'm like the Charlie D'Amelio of Truth Social. They love me over there. I don't know what to tell you. I am the biggest. I am Kim Kardashian on Parlor. You don't even know this. Yeah. Um, and then do when I, you leak documents, you do that on Discord. Well, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, that is exactly correct. Yeah, the Hunter Biden laptop thing. I'm the one, by the way, who... who yeah. Okay. I stole the laptop. You did. Uh, okay, yeah. good. Uh, I took it to the Apple store. I had Tim Cook. Good morning, Hunter. You ready for some updates? You update to Mac OS? What are you doing here? I would love for Hunter Biden to open at the next Mac keynote. That would be amazing. That would be good, yes. Um, but <laughs> I don't feel a need to censor or to change anything now. I'm just kind of doing my thing. Right, right. Um, and then we'll see if China has an impact on that. We will see if there's a ban. You never know, right? 
You never know. All right. So what does Bernie Sanders think about Joe Biden running for re-election? Oh, oh. Bernie Sanders has a lot of thoughts. On the outside, he is happy to endorse Mr. Biden, giving him his full support. But on the inside, Bernie is eager to get the nomination himself because Bernie does not support members of the top tenth of one percent. And Bernie is ready to shine. Oh, oh. Conducting my arms like an orchestra. Sure that you do. And what does President <laughs> Obama think about the Biden legacy so far? Well, Major mm -hmm. Garrett, mm -hmm. you know, President. I got to give you some credit because <laughs> the way that you craft questions, it really is unlike anything I've ever seen. And Words he has actually spoken to me. This notion that I am somehow content oh, he's remembered. to be interviewed in a restaurant <laughs> of all places. It, it, mm -hmm. Major, that's nonsense. I and, should probably and, know and, better. And Major, you should know better. <laughs> but I appreciate you having me. Mm -hmm. And on behalf of Sasha, Malia, Michelle, and Bo. So I'm going to do Joe this Biden in is real time old. like I okay. used to do. I'll remind you of the question I asked, Mr. Thank President. Wow, this looks amazing. There we go. Beautiful. Uh, what do you think of the Biden agenda, Mr. President, President it, Obama? Nah, well, you know, Joe is doing a great job. Mm, and Joey. I think... Given Condescending as always, aren't you, Mr. Well, President? Well, you know, <laughs> there it is again. You selfish <laughs> But, I mean, come on now. This, this is why I like the guy. Come on, this, this guy is good. <laughs> you, you play golf major? No. We can get you out on the course with Steph Curry, baby. But the fact is, I think Joe is doing a very good job for a geriatric. <laughs> and <laughs> I think he's you, doing You could it. take him in one-on-one. -on -one. I think I could. I do. Oh, yeah. You know, after I drain my threes, I say, that's what I do. <laughs> that is what I do. <laughs> and what does Ted Cruz think about all this? You know, I, I just think that being here on the takeout, it's just another radical liberal platform, and it makes me sick. And to all Americans watching this show, just know that Major Garrett is in with the liberal leftist Hollywood elite, and you should be ashamed of yourself. And Joe Biden needs to be ousted. Didn't I see you in Cancun recently? Oh, I think you did. I saw you tanning with Jennifer Coolidge in the White Lotus in Cancun. Cancun is where Americans need to go if sleepy Joe Biden wins again. Why? Like, how is a human voice that nasally? I don't understand that. Yeah. And uh, do you think the beard works for him? The beard? Yeah. In the same way that Lindsey Graham kind of does when... What kind of a beard are we talking about here? Are we talking about like a facial beard or like a yeah. different? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that whatever covers that naked mole rat face most works well. I do think the beard kind of works well for him. It does kind of give him like a, I wouldn't say that Ted Cruz has a sex appeal in any circumstance, but I would say it, maybe it kind of sexes him up a little bit. We're going to leave it at that, at least for segment Here's two, segment three. We, can you give me a on, fork? No, hold give on, me a fork. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. A fork is on its way. <laughs> I'm Major Garrett. That's Matt Friend. Take yes. out segment three coming up. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to the takeout. Unconventional Diner is our location. It's lunchtime. The food is here. Matthew Friend is gobbling down cauliflower. Don't ask me why. <laughs> uh, Governor DeSantis, it's great to have you at the microphone. Um, you know, it's great to be here, Major. Why Thank do you hate you. Disney so much? So, you know, I think, first of all, it's just really a disgusting question, okay? And that's classic of your network. You know, Disney, it's an example of, in other companies, okay, 
you don't get to have your own government. It's very dangerous territory. Floridians should be very angry with this. And by the way, I'm not a candidate yet. I'm not a candidate. So what all these, you? all these, well, you know, it's just, we don't want to get into that, but you see what they're doing with Disney and they have their own government. They don't want to pay their fair share of taxes. Mm -hmm. And frankly, it's appalling. It's disgusting what they're doing. Would Florida be of better it, off without well, Disney? Well, Mickey Mouse is gay. We all know this. But So that's another separate conversation. So would Florida be better off without Disney? Well, I think so. But clearly, Walt Disney, you know, with his mustache, that was another gay thing. But we all know this. And frankly, it's disgusting. Bob Iger's blazer is way too stylish. But I think that it's just disgusting. And we have to lock people up who support this. We're going to ban all books related to Disney mm -hmm. and animation. It's disgusting. Understood. Is Joe Biden a hard voice to do? Joe Biden. My, the thing about Biden is I get a lot of comments on social media, and they say, why aren't you doing a Biden impression? I think it's because you're too afraid mm -hmm. to do it because you're a member of the liberal leftist Hollywood elite, and you're not going to do it. Right. Here's the thing. It's just too boring to do as a comedian. <laughs> it's like, right, yeah. Right. You know, it's Because like, watching Biden is like watching 60 Minutes, you know, like – kind of put you to sleep a little bit. We love, we love yeah. I forgot, CBI. Okay. Corporate overlords, that's Sorry. all for you. That's I love 60 Minutes, but then watching Trump is like watching Fast and the Furious. It's like a giant car crash. Yeah. An explosion. And a bad one at that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I love 60 Minutes, but you know, but, but I don't know about 24. He does not. That's I do. I, we that's love it. Lie. We do that's, love it. That's a lie. Hosted by Don Lemon. But, it's, um, but Biden is too flat. No, but I'm working on it. Those, listen, Hyperbola, folks. Listen, not folks. Not a joke. Listen, folks. No joke. Yeah. It's not, and then he always kind of wanders yeah. off. Like he'll be in the middle of the interview. Not kind of, like, always. Listen, folks, it's no joke. Major Garrett, he's a good friend. <laughs> Just kind of wanders yeah, right, off in the right. middle of the question. Right. But much respect to Joe Biden. Right. Uh, Bill Clinton. Do you have a Clinton? I, I love doing Bill. Do you? I love doing Bill. Yes, uh -huh. I do. You know, you know, I love that Major Garrett. You know, I do. <laughs> I love that Major Garrett. <laughs> yes, do you do either of the Bush presidents, George Herbert Walker Bush or W. Bush? Well, I was going to make a joke about how much I love George's daughters. <laughs> She's a cutie. <laughs> yes, she is. I love that Today Show. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I do a little Bush. Mm -hmm. That was on. It's funny because I do so many old school impressions. Bush was kind of before my time. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like four years old when right. he was the president. Right, right. I do a little Bush. Yeah, right. yeah. You know who did it? Will Ferrell. I loved Will Ferrell. No, no Bush. doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, do you do any comedians? I do. Okay. I do Jim Gaffigan, Sebastian okay. Maniscalco. Right. Uh, I've seen that. Do so that. Sebastian's a fun one to do. Yeah. An Italian guy. <laughs> There's I a lot involved. Very fun, kind of like, who are you? Ever you ever hurt your neck when you're doing? Well, it's kind of like a pigeon of some sort. You know, I'm cocking my head. Aren't you embarrassed asking these questions? Oh, my God. Go back home. <laughs> what? Very fluctuating. Yeah. And then Gaffigan, to do a Gaffigan, you just have to question everything around you mm -hmm. with a childlike wonder and sound like you've been choked to death. So, I mean, it's, like, very good to be here. This is Jim Gaffigan. I mean, I don't understand why, why do we eat guacamole with tortilla chips and not a spoon? It seems like it'd be a healthier choice. Right. right. More efficient. Very good. Yeah, very fun. Comedians are big. I love do you good. do Seinfeld? A little Seinfeld. Right. A little bit. You know, a fun one for me is Howard Stern. Right. I've been of doing course. a lot of Howard. Of course. of course. Right. That's a fun one to do for right. me. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's what I want to know. Right. So Major Garrett. Right. Yes, right. I'm going to interview you now. Right. Right. So you've interviewed the most powerful people in the world, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Except you. Right. Well, that's okay, right. I want to know this. No one's more powerful than right. Howard Stern. Which political figure, mm -hmm. right, had the worst breath that you've ever talked to? Who made you want to vomit in the middle of a conversation? <laughs> hey, now. Who was it? Tell me. Happily. Right. At television interview distance, I never really found like out. Like Matt Gates must, <laughs> his breath must reek, right, of something. Hey, now. What does it smell like? Um, He's not going to answer the question. Robin, are you laughing at this or what? It smells like Florida. Right. Which Matt is really all I need to say. Florida. As a native right. California, like a it smells like Probably Florida. like a playground in Florida, right? <laughs> hey, now. Okay. I didn't say it. It was Howard. How about Governor Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom is copying Obama the same way that DeSantis copies Trump. Gavin Newsom sounds like Will Arnett on a podcast. Gavin Newsom? I'm worried he's just going to like... Start to steal Obama's slogan. Like, I love when he calls DeSantis DeSantos. 
<laughs> so he'll be like, Ron DeSantos in Florida? I mean, you see what's happening in, this, in, the, in the country and in the world? It's just wrong. My campaign slogan? Yes, we can. I invented that. People of California, Ron DeSantos, Florida, he always like kind of, like, always like looks yeah. a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Major Garrett, that's just, it's a terrible question. It's a terrible question. So when you watch Johnny Carson, you obviously saw good. Don Rickles. Did you, do you do a Don Rickles? Do you do anything of that era? I take you a You watch lot. Rich Little, but of yeah. course Rich Little was doing other do people. Little Rodney, little right. Rodney, like, do a little Rodney. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, come mm-hmm. on, comedy, comedy, comedy. It's in my blood. I wish it was in my act. Come on. <laughs> That's killing these days for the kids. Yes. They love my Rodney impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do on stage. Right. All the comment lines on Instagram. More Rodney, please. More Johnny. You know what? You know what? I'll tell you one thing. You know, when I actually, I was on a date recently, and this girl goes, I hate to do this. Just give me a little Rupert Murdoch. Just a little bit. It's so good when you do Rupert. Yeah. God, it's so. That's the one that turns me on. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch. Right, right. Yeah. They yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 Women go crazy for Lachlan, by the way. They freak out for that. <laughs> and you're like, check, please. Uh, seriously, we just sat down. No, no, really. Check, please. I didn't even have my club They love soda. a Don Lemon. They love a Don Lemon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, any famous television anchors from the past? Like from Cronkite, the past. Top, Brokaw. Oh, yeah, that's another one that just kills in the clubs today is Cronkite. <laughs> I mean, they really go, they go crazy for it. They do. They tear the, they tear the ceiling down. They really do. I did a, I did a little. They like break chairs. I did a little. It, right? Exactly. They're what? Like, I'm not leaving until there's Cronkite. Exactly. I'm going to beat these chairs into submission and let you do more Cronkite. I know. They, 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 they freak out for Walter. They go crazy. Um, they're Brinkley, like, Brinkley. They're like, Brinkley. do a little Frank Gorshin. Come on, give me some. Uh, Riddler. Buster Keaton or I'm leaving. Um, very quiet. The very quiet impression. Buster Keaton. A lot of physical. Lots, a, lot lot, of physi- a lot of physicality. There's a lot of it. No, I mean, you know. I do love doing talk show hosts, like Andy Cohen from yeah. Bravo. Yeah, that's a really fun one. I mean, he's really amazing. He like you're kind of cute, by the way. Major Garrett's <laughs> kind a, of emphasis. Major on Garrett's kind of. a cutie. I mean, he's incredible. Kind of like a housewife in a way. There's a lot of drama in DC. You're stirring the pot. You're kind of like me, but for the news. Yes. Not um, as well dressed though I'm, as you. That's right. That's right. Now you look very good. You look suiting it up a little bit. I do. I'm working on Bill Maher these days. Um, he's just kind of like, <clears throat> okay. And so all of these people, okay, mm-hmm. these Republicans just know they're all just wrong, okay? They just Bill Maher thinks Major you can't Garrett, tell jokes anymore. They're just wrong, okay? I'll tell you one thing: if you want to go to a funeral, go to a college campus, okay? Basically the same thing. You know what death is? Freshman orientation. Okay. <laughs> just bring up freshman orientation. Right. Like, like just think like, but you know, I'll tell you one thing, okay? There were pla- How many plagues were there? Tell me. How many plagues? Four. No, in biblical times with the Pharaoh. How many plagues? Locust, how many? Right. You don't know the answer to this? No. Well, I'll tell you one thing. No plague is as bad as freshman orientation. <laughs> Worse than the locusts, frogs, everything else. Worse yeah. than hail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're just wrong. That's a new one, folks. Be nice. <laughs> that's workshopped, folks. That's yes. being workshopped. It is. It's okay. being workshopped, yes. All right. Uh, that's Matt Friend. We're having lunch. We're having lunch. He's devouring his cauliflower. Again, I after. don't know why. Yes. Back for segment four, the takeout from Unconventional Diner when we come back. It's, Washington, it's White House Correspondents Dinner Week. Emphasis on comedy all the month of April. That's why Matt Friend is here. Back in a moment. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to The Takeout. Unconventional Diner is our location. Lunch is here. Yeah. Matt Friend is our guest. Happy to have him here. Um, How long does it take for you to work, shop, an impression? Um... It's like asking George Santos how long it takes to workshop a new resume. Yes, you know? exactly. Um, it can honestly depend. <clears throat> like, some impressions come really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if there's a, someone in the news that's popping up, an actor, a political figure, um, I kind of get it down faster. But they definitely get better over time. And what's more important, the mannerisms or the voice? All of it. And what I'm saying. You know, like, my goal in my comedy is, like, in terms of impressions, like, to marry the vocal accuracy of Rich Little mm-hmm. with the physicality of like Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman right. and then like have my comedy blended in that because right. I think the, the, the content really matters too like when I first started going on stage I could get away with talent you know I was kind of cute and I would do hello it's Stewie Griffin feeling fantastic right. but then you have to like actually be a comedian right. and have substance and when it. you do stand up do you have a whole set? I do I've been running through an hour actually okay. material probably 18% of which is impressions um, so uh, there's stories. There's a, a lot of other things that I'm that I'm actively working. And how on. long does it take you to put together an hour long set? You know, this is like my first one that I'm really working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been like months, and uh, I'm de- the goal is to do a special, and probably like end of the year, beginning of next year. A special where? Tape a special. You know, uh, only on CBS News. <laughs> I'll be like Roseanne Barr, but for CBS. <laughs> I'll tell you what, woke is stupid. Okay. That was the weirdest special I've ever seen in my life. Also, those audience members at the Roseanne taping, that did not feel real to me. No. 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 Probably AI generated. For sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, who are AI you? generated. It took a while for him to catch on, but he, he, he's working yeah, on I'm it. Slow. Keep I'm up. slow. Keep up. I'm slow. Please. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you helped. Did you help close out Caroline's? I was there the last weekend of Caroline's I, in New York. I, you headlined, near the end? I did it. One of the my first hour long set I did there for this breakout artist series thing at Caroline's, and I, so I did. I it was one of my favorite clubs. I was sad to see it go. Massively famous club. Yes. Uh, it may have another life in some other iteration, I, but yeah, uh, I was there for the last weekend of it, and it was uh, bittersweet. Yeah, it was sad. Um, what is the trajectory you hope to have. You're 24, yeah. you're already crushing it. What's out there for you to attain? Do you want to be an actor? Do you want to do HBO specials? You know, whatever Stormy Daniels did <laughs> um, is kind of what I'm into. Yes, got you know? it. Okay. Uh, I like the Michael Avenatti approach. <laughs> I want to get big in the media. Right. And then Without just... the federal penitentiary part. Or with. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Attentive audience. Always I want to become a fixer. A like Exactly. You know, on the yard, you can always gather a crowd. I, was, I see I was faster with that one, unlike the AI joke two minutes ago, <laughs> when he called me slow like a dog, right? I'm a quick guy. I'm a quick guy. But, you know, what I want to do is, you know, SNL was like a, a focus for sure. me. And, you know, like, that would be amazing if something like that ever happened. Um, but you know, like Lauren, you are listening. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, but you know, I mean, he you can't all be, the can't time. be exactly. You know, he might, he might. Yeah, I love Major Garrett. Yeah, the takeout. Yeah, um, great show. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's my impression of people doing an impression of him. Um, but you know, I can't. Like, I'm doing so many different things: stand up, voiceover. I'm right. doing a couple voices for Family Guy and The Simpsons. Right. Uh, and I've been working on this hour, and I'm going to do it like working on a late night set. Now, when they come to you, do they give you a character, and they know what it sounds like, or the do ones, they ask I've you to a, come up with the character sound that they've given you? A, a the executive producer of. of the show emailed me and said, "We need a Major Garrett impression." <laughs> um, <laughs> Otherwise, translated as the least memorable voice ever in the history of broadcast media. We need a, we need a, we need a really good Nora O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> But so I did a couple impressions for Family Guy right. and then a couple original voices, Got it. which I'm very excited about. But I love late night as a form. Mm-hmm. I love like late night television. And it's interesting to me even calling it late night because right. 
no one's really watching it late at night anymore. No, but, they watch it in the morning. Yeah, but there will always be celebrities. There will always be a need for them to promote things. Right. And there will always be comedy. And I love interacting with celebrities and pop culture and politics. And so probably, like, I do want to be acting, but... I think like a f hosting some kind of a show like that is, is the what goal. What did comedy in the lockdown mean to you? For me, it really kind of the lockdown changed my all of our lives, but I don't really know where I would be in my career if it did not happen because it was such a singular moment where everyone was on their phone. Um, so you, you cracked the door open at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's exactly right. You let it out, right? That's exactly right. I mean, I started posting uh, on Parler and through social at the beginning, no, on TikTok at the beginning of the pandemic. And that's when things started to happen. I mm -hmm. graduated college from my childhood bedroom, mm -hmm. uh, NYU class of 2020, and I needed something to do a, uh, to pivot because I was performing and doing stand-up right. in the clubs while I was in college, getting a lot of momentum. And then a couple days into the pandemic, I made a mini late night talk show with right. my friend from NYU, Sebastian. We mm. called it Quarantine. Right. And I wrote over 50 uh, topical monologues and sketches and we did interviews. Um, and then I also pivoted to social media and that's when things started to take off. Two weeks into the pandemic, Sebastian Maniscalco, guest hosted on Kimmel, reviewed my impression of him, goes, <laughs> I give it a B minus. Kid writes his own material, got a Don Pardo announcer feel, rounded up to a B. And I'm like, okay, seriously? Right. Two weeks later, I'm on the Today Show mm -hmm. with Hoda and Jenna. Right. I love that, Jenna. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's a callback, folks. Uh, and that was all. And Sebastian came on and surprised me. And was like, kid's got a lot of hustle, a lot of talent. We'll be seeing a lot more of him in the future. Mm -hmm. So that was the pandemic. And all the kind of social media opened a lot of doors for me. It's crazy. Which is your favorite platform? TikTok, Insta, what? You know, what works TikTok best. is the one that really got me discovered, mm -hmm. uh, and you know people. All the more reason to ban it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I was actually supposed to do an interview in Montana with TikTok, but that got canceled. <laughs> Hello. Hey now. Uh, Who's slow now, right, Major? When you're there, hold the microphone tightly. Yeah, exactly. It comes. They from, might take it away. The from reason you. we don't like TikTok is because it comes from China. Say that um, one more time, Mr. It President. It comes from China. But anyways. Uh, they all have different purposes. Um, Instagram feels more like... The greater like, glory of you is the main purpose of yeah, all of them, though, Exactly. Right? But yes. here's the answer. In terms of my favorite social platforms, TikTok got me discovered. Instagram is the business card. Mm -hmm. That's how I connect with people at events. I say, what's your Instagram? Snapchat, though, mm -hmm. is the best app to show who you really are. It really is. Why? Because I'm able to show, to connect with fans. I'm not really just showing, like, what Your like a, fi a final right. product i'm showing everything that's happening throughout the day mm -hmm. i'm taking fans right. through like the behind the scenes of my life on tour on the road just doing right. things taking laundry out of the dryer yeah exactly taking yeah. laundry out of the dryer on snapchat it's such a young demo they go crazy for milton burl impressions they freak out <laughs> they're like do a little milton burl right now uh okay <laughs> but but yeah and th but and, and Twitter, after that Foster Brooks or I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. If you don't do a little George Orwell, I'm going to have a heart attack. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Takeout is over. Matt point, Friend is here. He will be here for the Takeout Outtake Especial. I promise you. Stay tuned for that. Until then, we'll see you next week. That was an abrupt ending. Good night, everybody. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to your Takeout Outtake Especial. Matthew Friend, otherwise known as Matt Friend, is our special guest. He's chugging his water, eating his cauliflower here at Unconventional Diner, downtown Washington, D.C. For viewers of this show, people that are famous might be a little strange, mm-hmm. but Major Garrett is He's not the man. famous, no, no, he, well, no, but, but he, strange. He is the man. Very welcoming crew, welcoming guy. I mean, it really is so much fun doing this show. Mm-hmm. So It really is great. I mean, you did, you did make me park your car, but... Um, you, you, you washed threw, it, right? You threw your keys in my face. You washed it, I right? washed it. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you got the mud flaps, right? I did, exactly. All right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All these people back here are AI, by the way. That's another callback to the AI thing. All right, here we go. So we've been doing this show for seven years. Yeah. You may be like Way the seventh long. funniest person we've had Way on the too show. Long. Yeah. Seven. Uh, yeah, seventh funniest. That's great. That's probably top seven interviews I've done, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That's terrific. We ask all of our guests these three questions. That's great. <clears throat> Take them in whatever order you prefer. Okay. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> Most influential book in your life and why? All-time favorite movie. And uh, if you, Matthew Friend, are going to really enjoy some music, I mean really, really thoroughly enjoy it, what kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to? So favorite music, Frank Sinatra I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with. He, like, I don't know. Do you I, have a Sinatra impersonation? You know what? Sinatra, I don't think anyone can do him. Mm-mm. It's all the Jack Daniels and cigarettes and pain from Ava Gardner. <laughs> you can't replicate that. I, you just can't. I mean, people have tried, but that is like the one. I do Michael Bublé and Dean Martin. Michael Bublé. <laughs> Hello, friends. I'm Michael Bublé. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere Major Garrett goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Sinatra can't do. But he's my, he's my go-to guy. What am I? Dean Martin. Dean Martin, oh yeah, well, you ain't drunk till you're on the floor without holding on. That was more Bing Crosby. Hello, friends, we're whining and dining mm-hmm. here. Another one that <laughs> Well, I'm hitting the trail, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I hear in nightclubs. No, yeah, they, all the time, more People Bing. play San Fernando Valley by Bing Crosby in the clubs in New York. That's what gets them crazy. <laughs> Movie. Movie um, would be a comfort movie, you're saying? Favorite movie. Favorite other movie. Than, other than Austin Powers. Yeah, um... We've oh already done God. the Austin Powers imagine origin like, story. Yeah, imagine if I was just like, you know, the King's speech really just drives me crazy. <laughs> From in real for an upper Lincoln. That's what Judgment I... Judgment at Nuremberg. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Riot, I was gonna say favorite book, Mein Kampf. That's the one. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be horrible. The Art of the Deal. Yeah, That's my yeah, favorite. There, there you go. Um, oh, my God. This is tough. Okay. Well, favorite book. Let's go to favorite book. I love biographies. Mm-hmm. James Kaplan wrote a Sinatra biography that I wrote. Mm-hmm. It was a two-part book that I thought was amazing. Yep. I loved that. I love Walter Isaacson, the Steve Jobs biography. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading this really interesting book right now. Um, Robert Greene, uh, The 48 Laws of Power. I think it's 48 Laws of Power. That's really interesting. So, I, 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 do, I have the best words and the best books, and there's just too many books to talk about. I would probably say The Courage to Be Free, Ron DeSantis. Yes, of course. Of course. I love that one. That's mm-hmm. had a real impact on yes, me. Of yeah, that and Of Mice and Men, okay. you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously, who wrote The Courage to Be Free? Lenny? Um, <laughs> anyways, um, but then movies. Okay, I do love rom I do, I yeah. do love. I do love a rom-com. Like so crazy. Animal House. Am, I love Animal Exactly. Crazy Stupid Love. I mean, that's a great rom-com. What's up, Doc? Uh-huh. Okay. Peter Bogdanovich. Um, you know, All-time look, classic. listen, I mean, again, when I'm on dates, mm-hmm. women go from here to eternity. Yeah, I mean, that's we, right. I mean that's how right. about... Yeah. Um, the sorrow and the pity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the waterfront, baby. <laughs> Come on. Um, Straw Dogs, yeah. Another light one. I love the James Bond movies. Yes, right. And Daniel Craig is the Bond I grew up with. So, yes. I mean, I love, you know, I love there those There really ones. are two Bonds. Daniel Craig and Sean Connery. Oh, my God. The I was just watching the Sean Connery, Barbara Walters interview years do you, ago. Do you have a Connery? Yeah, slap your wife. <laughs> I mean, I could not believe what this guy was saying. You should slap her. I was like, what is this? And she was just sitting there. I mean, it was mind-boggling. But, I, yeah, Sean Connery. I, yeah, I love movies. Matt Friend loves movies. That's where we'll end it. Let me think of another one. i got to think of one more before we go. You better hurry. Um, another movie. Tick, 
tick, tick. I did it. I oh, answered the There question. we go. See, that's what yeah. happens. That's what happens. That's real pressure applied by it was. yours truly. Matt Friend, thanks for hanging. Bohemian Rhapsody. There we go. <laughs> Tin cup. There we go. Bye-bye. The Takeout is produced by Arden Fari, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, Ellie Watson, Jake Rosen, and Ashley Armstrong. CBSN production by Eric Susanen. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, go to takeoutpodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News. If you like The Takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.